Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. TheChairShot.com TheChairShot.com Always Always Use your head You are now listening to ChairShot Radio Always Use Your Head Good Saturday morning, everybody, and welcome back to Chair Shot Radio, February 27th. PC Tunney with you today, this special edition of Chair Shot Radio, Saturday morning. Follow me at PC Tunney. Head on over to thechairshot.com. We got something there for everybody. Sports, entertainment, and sports entertainment. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. And head on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. Pick yourself up a Chair Shot t-shirt. You won't regret it. I got a special, special show for you today, and I'm not going to take up much more of your time. I just want you to know, this is every pod is war cold open from 2019. I know you folks will enjoy this right after this. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Right, you good? Um, yeah, I think I'm as I, honestly, I think I'm as good as I'm gonna. What does that mean? <laughs> We're all kind of like just in this weird spot right now. Uh, it, it's fine. We'll figure it out. Like you know, just. Yeah, you know, we're working through the kinks. We, first time back together in a while. First time even doing this in a while. Pot is war been on like a three month hiatus, <laughs> much less this combination. So. Yeah. Ah. Yes, I this don't feel like... any nervousness because it's not my show. Fuck you! <laughs> you guys got to do all the work. Oh, I remember <laughs> why I like doing this. <laughs> <laughs> this is like when the, uh, you guys probably haven't seen the Temptations movie, but this is when the Temptations oh, yeah. got back together with David Ruffin. And yes. Yeah, we sit there, sit up there rehearsing. And After like, they kicked yeah. him out because he was like an alcoholic <laughs> or whatever, and and corn was all busted up, and then they brought him back in. Yeah. Oh, I, I love the Temptations movie. 
Temptations movie, the Jackson movie, all those VH1 kind of movies were fantastic. <laughs> I'm glad I've been recording already. <laughs> hey, it worked. <laughs> now we all got to get what up. Else, and we no, the more we all got to get up, we got to dance a little bit, and then Platt's got to do that Temptation spin out for the opening. That's what it is. Just like the, oh my God, who's going to sing? Who's going to sing? And it's Platt. <laughs> <laughs> Right out of that I know you want my pig feet, but I refuse <laughs> to let them go. If I got to beg and plead for some pork and beans. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Hate it. Oh, who asked you, motherfucker? With your... All right. <laughs> He's feeling it over there? Say say what now? I said he's feeling it over there. I am. Apparently. Amber chimed in too. Like we're we're team dream in this household. This is a pro dream household. Well, I know who we're dedicating the show to. Y'all won't be there. Oh, hey, oh. Y'all won't be there. Oh, hey, oh. Well, it's a no shame. Live too late to change. Oh, he knows that. Be down and call his name. His name. Y'all won't be Shout out to James Ingram, man. Y'all gonna be turning down the volume in about a second. <laughs> I hear y'all gonna be there one more time. Yeah. Y'all gonna be burning this bitch to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that'll do. Let's get started. Did you want to take it up with Andrew on the show or before the show? Oh man, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, oh, I didn't. I, I listened, so I'm just I'm waiting for this because I, I I'd like to okay. see how I'm hypocritical and how the rest of this shit goes. Okay, wanna... first and foremost, oh, let, 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 here let me we get, go. Let, let, let me let me get the little ones out the way first. The little gripes. These are just uh-huh. pet, you know pet peeves. Sure. Um, in your words, you called uh, NXT Takeover. Uh, it was what was it a run in the mill show or a ho hum show? Mediocre. Joker, ho-ho, yeah, something like that. Like, I think middle of the road is what I said, but... Yes, so how in the bloody hell could it possibly be a middle-of-the-road show and you put three out of the, the majority of the matches on your match-of-the-week list? That that just doesn't make no Can I ask you a question? Since sure. you are a learned individual, so I if you were to, to get two A's, a B-plus, and then two D's, does that not bring your grade point average down to about a C? Two D's is a little strong, man. I really like that Bianca Blair. Uh, oh, I hated that match. match. I love that match. I couldn't stay. See, this, this is the difference is because Ono Ono and Riddle to me was a TV match. It was a waste of time. It shouldn't have been on a takeover. That's and then fair, but that wasn't a bad match either, was awful. They had no chemistry. And it it wasn't all, I'm like, I'm not even going to say it was Belair's fault because I love Belair. Don't get me wrong. I'll talk about her forever as being great and up and coming. 
coming, but they don't work well together. And the camera angles, when Baszler had her in the Kirifuda at the end, it made the Kirifuda look weak. And the fact that they kept kind of going back to it, it looked weird. And the and the Belair's 450 that landed on her foot, and it wasn't even close to anything. Like, that match was just such a clunky clusterfuck. Like, I could not... No, no, number one, Riddle and Ono, yeah, that was a TV match. Like they, they've actually had that match a couple times on TV. You know but what I mean? It was cool. Match, no, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I'm agreeing with you. But they beat the hell out of each other, man. It was stiff as fuck. You saw the what was it? The boot or the knee that Riddle took that bust into his mouth open. Like they, it, it was, it was cool for what it was. The Bianca. I always forget this woman's name. Shayna Baszler, man. Yeah, it was good, man. The crowd was into it. I bought into the near falls. Baszler, or excuse me, Bianca comes out of it looking strong. She basically beat up two, three women before she actually, and didn't tap. She passed out. She didn't tap. That's probably the ending they should have had in the Becky Oscar match. Like, Becky probably should have passed out, but whatever. That doesn't, it's neither here nor there. But yeah. Mm-hmm. But either way, man, come on, man. That uh, running the mill show, but, but three that, great that's matches. That's where I look at it because, shit, I hated Philly last year, but I don't think I did a write up because we weren't doing write ups at that point. But okay, the only no. match that I liked from Philly was Gargano and and almost and that was fucking fantastic but that's that show scored lower than this one did so like a seven for nxt a c is bad when we expect a's and b we're 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 basically a chinese family when it comes to nxt takeovers like anything below like an a we're just like you know you can do better and that's the problem so it's like we got a c here and i'm just like no i'm done number two next number two and this is the biggest contention shoot I argued with you and chewed your ass out last year because you refused, not literally, calm down, because you refused, refused, outright refused to put the Women's Royal Rumble match in the match of the week. And you said, and I quote, I don't include Rumble matches because they are gimmick matches. But lo and behold, 365 days later, bada boom, bada bing, Mm-mm. All of a sudden, the women's Royal Rumble match is in the top five. And you, no, 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 you're not going to backpedal out of this. No, one. There, there's no backpedal here because I'm pretty sure I didn't use the words I won't include a Rumble in the top five because it's a gimmick. My argument to you See, was not, the fact that I won't rank now, them highly. I won't rank them a five or a four and a half because I have a very how, how simple score. It, I have a bad, a good, and a great. I have a bad, a good, and a great. That's kind of how that goes. How's it not ranked highly and it's in your five matches of the week? Out of the all the ma- all of the uh-huh. wrestling matches that took place last week, that was in your top five. But that's okay. not ranked highly. Yes. No, because bad, good, great. So two, three, four is how I rank Rumble style things. If you check Battle Riot, I think I gave that a three. If you check anything like the All In Rumble, I might have no, given a two or a three. I don't no, rank them as same as a wrestling match because they lose they don't have the same elements there isn't psychology really because it's hard to kind of see everything going on it's hard no, to nitpick about bullshit. spots it's hard to do all this other shit no, this bullshit. no you, there's no you bullshit need you need to run for president because you totally just backed out of that one no 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 no. you said <laughs> I, last year i you don't include rumble in my top five because it's a gimmick match that's fine and, 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 yeah, yes. i Personally, remember saying it's something like I won't rank it highly, as in four, like over four, which is highly to me, because like I said, two, three, four is bad, good, great. Anything over four is usually like the fantastic things. How is it not rank highly with the hundreds and thousands wrestling matches that went on last week? It was in your top five. How is that not ranked highly? 
five or three and a quarter or three. There was no like bad, bad match really, aside from what I did. I hated Baszler and and Belair, and the worst thing from fucking Rumble was that shitty throw together Rude Gable Rizar and Scott Dawson match. It wasn't awful, but it was worthless. And see, see, nothing. This, this, and see, this this this, this the thing, man. In, instead of just coming out and saying, you know what, I'm full of shit. You got me. My bad. <laughs> Like a you know, like a like a man would you know do. Me when I said it's the way out of this shit. And there is wording. no oh no. I think you're no. misremembering the wording because I've told I've told you, I told multiple people, I don't rank them the same way that I rank a match because you can't rank a rumble like you that. Said I won't include it in my top five because it's a gimmick match and I don't include gimmick matches. I don't That's, think I said that because I don't think anything was even four. I think both Rumbles were three last year, so I wouldn't put it in the second top five anyway. And you they, can't say it's not ranked highly because it's in your top five. Like, again, that doesn't make dog sense. If it's in your top five, you clearly have it ranked highly because it's in your top five. The week, it was one of the higher ones of the week. Yes, but the way I perceive high would be Anything that makes it over four. the f- Anything over four to five. So it's a B, like a high B to an A. That That's highly to me. Not just barely scraping into like, a, you know, a B. That That's not what it is to me. So between Finn Bauer and Barack Lesnar and Sasha Banks and Ronda Rousey, you had those two matches rated lower than the women's Royal Rumble. Balor, Balor, fucking Lesnar, I rated at three and three quarters, which was higher than most people. And I think I checked it was the same as Meltzer, which that doesn't mean jack shit. I'm not even trying to say it, that. It does, because that's clearly your uh, your blueprint here, but go on. It's the one everybody notices. So why the fuck would I not reference the one that everybody knows? Any- the, oh, yeah, because what's wrong with being original and, and coming up with your own, you know, with your own thing, your own criteria? What's wrong with that? My own criteria. I didn't say I use his criteria. I just you, you do, you do, you you do, and this is where you do. And and you know, I'm I'm not even going to bite your head off. Great. He ranks mostly off a of work rate. I don't rank off a of work rate completely. I work work rate, entertainment, story, and psychology, and that's the whole problem. Lots of these matches lost psychology. But fucking Brock and and fucking Finn was fantastic. Don't get me wrong. After he went into the fucking corner of the thing, it even got me going, oh, maybe they might. They're like, it was a believable near fall. But th- it was short. Yeah. It wasn't quite long enough for me to kind of go, yeah, that was elite. Especially when I've only given, I think, his eight days. Daniel Bryan. I, 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 now, I wish I wouldn't have brought this up, because you know I have your ass dead to rights, and you just you back don't know shit because you don't know what the fuck my skin is. You're complete. You're coming off this completely subjective because I'm you not coming off. Yeah, yeah, with those matches, that's subjective. But the bottom line is, you said last year, goddamn it, I will not include <laughs> in my top five because it's a goddamn gimmick match. And then lo and behold, you said that you got a goddamn yeah. gimmick match in your yeah. fucking top five. Show me the fuck letter I sent you. Show me the word. Show me the timestamp, motherfucker. That's how this one works. Is I don't think I said that one because neither of the Rumbles were that good last year. So I would have like, I'm not going to put it in the top five. Just busted your ass for it. So of course you're going to binge yourself. You're a shitty job doing it, but of course you're going to do it. See what I mean? Now, Now you resort to singing. Because you don't cut shit. You're like, I don't agree. That's nice. Most people don't that agree. I don't agree. Most I'm calling you. No, I'm calling, I'm calling goes, you out because you're the shit. You know what you said last year? Because we argued about this on the air. We argued about this on the show. Go pull up the show. And you said, I will not include rumble matches in my rankings because they're gimmick matches. And then 
behold, there's a double match on your gimmick match. See, this is how you know he's wrong, PC, because now he's trying to resort to bad comedy. That's how you know he's full of shit. Point blank. Everything is circular. Oh, you know. You're circular. That's the end of this round. That's the end of this round. The bell is wrong for this round. I wish I had a fucking bell right now. Motherfucker. All right. Yep. Okay, I'm glad. You guys you Start guys are good. Show. That's great. Yep, 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 yep. Start the yep, show. Yep, they ain't going <laughs> any farther than that. It was just going to be 55 more minutes of the same thing. It would be, and it'd probably be the, a better show, quite frankly, because these topics we got... Eh. Yeah. It is, it no, is but, but, but you got to <laughs> let each... Yeah, well, <laughs> well hey, maybe that's why, we, that's why we need some alcohol. All right. Welcome back to the Velvet Pipes of Aesop Mitchell. And starting off our next playlist, it's going to be the love song between Aesop and, and Balls. Enjoy. Did you guys see my idea about uh, the dual Finn character, like the faces of Foley? Yeah, that's funny. Yes, that was great. That'd be brilliant. Like, there's a little bit of red paint on his leather jacket when he comes out, you know? <laughs> and he always denies that they're the same person. <laughs> <laughs> the only problem is that shit that he uses is hard to come off. Like, no, he needs his actually like, paint thinner to take that crap off. No, but the 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 joke is the only person that doesn't get that it's it's uh, one person is Vince. Everybody else knows it's it's they're both Finn, and, <laughs> That's and Vince. Fantastic. And the only thing Vince talks to Finn about is how much the demon scares the crap out of him. <laughs> That's amazing. Hey Finn, Finn, you've seen that demon around? That guy really scares the crap out of me. If you see him, you let me know. All right, you're doing a great job out there. <laughs> Does it turn into like a Spider-Man thing where at some point then Vince starts asking Finn for pictures of the demon? He's That's like, funny. God damn it, I want these pictures on my desk. Front page material for <laughs> WWE.com. That's awesome. <laughs> J. Jonah McMahon. <laughs> J. Jonah McMahon, yes. <laughs> That's hilarious. That hilarious. We can roll with this and then our truth could be Robbie or or uh, what's the dude's name? The you know the the, the black guy that's always in the office with Joan. I, I think his name is Robbie. I can't. I'm, I, I'm not sure. But our truth could be that guy. Our truth could be whoever he wants for that week. Like he could, he could walk around thinking he's Lois Lane. Get yeah. the, in the wrong show, it don't matter. He's just he's our truth. He's he showed up dressed like Wonder Woman. <laughs> Start spinning around Wonder Woman outfit. <laughs> I think it's time and then to start. Jimmy this. is actually little Jimmy Olsen, and oh that's, my God. that's nice. Perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> nice. All right, let's get this train back on the tracks. Oh, that's no fun. <laughs> you good, Timon? Hey, I'll I'll drink to that. Fair enough. Thank you kindly. Ooh, so will I. I'll get my whiskey. Yeah, Jesus. Oh, it's one of them nights, huh? It's always one of those nights. What the hell? There's the only time I'm not drinking whiskey is when I'm too lazy to go to the liquor store and I just deal with whatever the hell else I have. Yeah, that's what happened with me. I was too lazy to get up and go grab something, so I'm 
Yeah. I'm flying sober tonight. You're really? sober? Serious? Yeah. No. Yeah. Go get something. We'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll wait. Before. Go get booze. <laughs> oh, no. Y'all gotta be up in the morning, man. Seriously? Yeah, go. How long is it gonna take? Ten minutes? Yeah. Bye. Seriously? Yeah, go. Go do it. Alright, man. I'll call y'all back at ten. Alright. I'm I'm recording now. See, this is, I'm, I'm announcing it. It's official that I'm recording. See, you didn't have to announce it. It was better when you used to not. And then you just catch like lightning in a bottle. Okay. I mean, that's, then... how, that's how you got your little uh, sound bite that you like to use on different shows. Because you're like, wait, say that again. I wasn't recording. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, then I'm not recording. Wink. Oh. Well, it really doesn't matter, boss, because quite frankly, I'm the lightning. So there's that. And now I'm always a... Hey man, you've been getting your shit in lately, though, man. I've been putting you over quite a bit this new year. You have, even you have to admit that. You have been. It's it's been that you went for that good guy kind of gimmick turn, and then I don't know. We we've been a little more on the same page. It's been a little less. Fuck you, you Japanese Mark piece of shit. Fuck you, you WWE Mark piece of shit. And then Tony just chiming in with Soda's rule and <laughs> TNA. <laughs> Well, I mean, so you still are a Japanese yeah, monk piece of shit, but you've actually gotten really good at this whole podcast thing. So, I, I mean, I got to give you your props, man. I, I, I give credit where credit's due. You're good at this now. And to be fair, it's exactly what you were saying since Jump, and it's just getting your reps in. So, it took me a while. I had to kind of take my lumps and kind of figure it out. And who better to try to figure shit out with than you? <laughs> you hey, don't man. make it easy. <laughs> no, man, it's trial by fire, brother. Either you're going to sink or you swim, man. That's, That's how my dad is. taught me. You the fire and the lightning. You're like, Both. learn to swim, throw you in the fucking lake. <laughs> hey, that's that's how my dad taught me, man. He was That's how my grandfather bit. taught me, too. So, yeah, so I got it. The first, the, My first house showing, he said, okay, I'll meet you there. You know what I mean? Don't worry mm -hmm. about it. I'll meet you there. So I got the client and everything. I'll meet you there. I call him. This motherfucker don't answer the goddamn phone. Like, <laughs> like I call him five times. He don't answer the phone, man. So it's like, goddamn. So I got to show this person the house. I ended up selling the house, but yeah, that was his method. Either you gonna sink or you gonna swim. Oh no, the same thing happened even when I was little, growing up. You know, like even like five, six, seven years old, like learning how to play baseball. You know, when I was little. I may, I admit I might have had an issue with staying in front of the ball. So my grandfather, in his infinite tough wisdom, basically told me, stay in front of the fucking ball or I'm going to throw it harder. And then he threw it harder. And I got pegged multiple times. So I learned to put my glove up. And then it still stung through the fucking glove. The man was... <laughs> 50 years older than I was, so if we're at, like, 6, 7 years old, he's nearly 60, and he had to be throwing at least 80, because that shit would fucking hurt. But I couldn't say shit. I had to just stand there and catch it, because if I dropped it, he threw it harder the next fucking time. <laughs> oh, that that's one of life's dirty little secrets. You don't want to fight a 60-year-old man. But like, you, you think... What I mean. No, that's what I mean. Like, we're, we're saying the same thing, just coming from different uh, angles. Yeah, you don't want to fight a 60-year-old man. Like, a 60-year-old man will give you that work. You, you, you already said the Mellon Farmer still had the heat at 60. So imagine getting a punch to the face at yeah, 60. Yeah, I don't want to. No. <laughs> no he was, he was really good at the fear of God when I was a kid, you know what I mean? Touche, touche.
cheat friend. Wasting chance that I've been given. So I'm never gonna dance again. Cause when I do is uh, when I dance with you. Sing, 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 uh, sing the Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I sing that song. Ooh, I wanna take you to Aruba, Bahamas, Cabo, pretty mama. I mean, my bad shit. Got that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I don't yes. dance now. I make money moves. Said I ain't got to dance. I make money moves. If I see you and I don't speak, that means I don't fuck with you. I'm a boss. You're a worker, bitch. I make bloody moves. What the fuck? <laughs> and on that was... note, we're going to start the show. Thank God. Oh, I'm not supposed to say this. I'm not supposed to say there's two. Th- <laughs> there's there's one rule about Fight Club, but there's two rules about Pot is War. One is I'm not supposed to say I'm recording, and two is I'm not supposed to say that it's Tuesday night. You also sp- not supposed to mention Vince McMahon, but we just blew that one too, so we're we're off no, to no, a bang no. start. We can mention him. Greg just doesn't like when we do impressions, except for you, because yours doesn't sound like uh, Pritchard's. <laughs> or or Vince. <laughs> hey, I didn't want to go there. You know, <laughs> if the boss man likes it, he likes what he likes. It's exactly like WWE. As long as the boss is happy, then it's a good show. <laughs> Richard stole my gimmick, man. The singing, the Vince impersonation, like he—that's he, gimmick infringement. But he blew it up before I did, so I can't even bitch about it. I was about to say, yeah, go go win that lawsuit right there. Yeah, right. <laughs> hmm. I'm not going to war with McDibbit. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Should just try to get Conrad on your side, though. Then you'll blow up real good. Yes, he's going to side with me as opposed to his cash cow. That sounds about right. I mean, he might not be able to milk that cow much longer, depending on how the WWE contract you know, restricts things. So he might That's need a true, cow. Well, he's, he's, already got his, he's already got a new stud in the stable. Him and Bischoff are doing pretty good numbers. They are. They are. And he's working on the AEW thing a little bit, too. So, hey, there we go. That's a nice thing. If you and lovely Miss Amber decide to work on the Jacksonville thing, you you might be able to work your connections. Touche, touche. What if I popped up in AEW on their first TV show? Y'all be like, what the fuck? Like, hey, fellas, I can't record tonight. (laughs) Turn on TV. <laughs> Why can't you record? Because the MVP is elite. Yay! <laughs> Let's start the show. Good idea. I at some point I, at some point I want to hit the record button. You know. That helps. You've already hit it, motherfucker. I know what it is. I'm not. Listen. <laughs> we have to go over the rules of Potter's War again? Exactly. Which, hence why I know you've already hit the record button. 
I can tell everybody it's not Tuesday though, and that's a shoot. <laughs> and I, I don't even know why I do that anymore because the show doesn't come out till Friday, so shit. I, I sound like a dickhead every single time. <laughs> you do, but yeah. it's part of the fun. Thank you. Thank you. I, I didn't need confirmation on that balls, but thank you for confirmation that I didn't need. You do, you do. Yeah, pretty much. Look, look at how much pleasure he took in, you know, agreeing with you there. Hey, he we're not did. arguing. Look at this. This is us getting along. I'm agreeing with what you're saying. Oh, it's well, harmonious. You smug oh. of a bitch. <laughs> Or are you just waiting for me to play the? You just waiting for me to play the song? Starting the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, I thought that was like That's wrap what... it up and going or something like that. Yeah. Oh, well then. You, I guess you need no, to I teach don't... us the. Uh, I don't really. I don't really. Signs for stealing third and shit like that, buddy. Okay. Yeah. Man. You need to go over well, that at one of the pre-show meetings. In high school, it was it was. In high school, it was take, <laughs> bunt, and steal. It was TBS, and the hat was the indicator. So. And then you wipe it all off. That will start the show. <laughs> what did you just take a shot of? Kettle one, baby. Oh my god, you're shooting fucking vodka? Yes, I'm shooting fucking vodka. Is that what I sounded like? Yeah, a little bit. A little yes. bit. Yes. Uh. You sound like uh, uh, what's her name, Frances McDermott in Fargo. Yeah. Don't eh? you know? Don't you know? <laughs> Yonder, let's start the show, huh? Have a rocking good time. Jesus Christ, man! I've uh, I'm in a Coen Brothers movie now. All of a sudden, how did this happen? I mean, you they don't even have it. they don't even have black people in their movies. What the fuck am I doing here? This is the reverse Get Out. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, why don't you get on in here, hey? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Welcome to Minnesota and Wisconsin. It's a get in here. <laughs> It's fair, know. man. I, I'll be done. I'll be dead within the first fifteen minutes. It's all good. Oh. No, you be nice and fed and full. We'll have a corn party. It'd be good. Don't you worry. Oh. We've got a fi- farm fair, state fair. What kind of fair you like? Let I don't me... think I want to be invited to a corn party. That doesn't sound like my type of uh, gimmick, bro. Well, yeah. let me introduce our musical guest this week. This is Ice Cube featuring Too Short. Haters gonna hate there, eh? Aren't they? Yay, yay, bitch. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I ain't got no hate. He hate me was missing. He yes, he me. is. Oh, he's he found now. Yeah, they found uh, him. He was missing. Yeah. Where? Where was he? Well, I was about to say, where was he? <laughs> he missing. <laughs> no, he, was... he just uh, scrolled on the bottom. I got sports in the wrong. No, I seen that. But where was he? Missing. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, I didn't even know he was going on. How long has he been missing? It was since Wednesday last week. That's not missing. That's on hiatus. That's not even a week, man. Yeah, he probably got drunk and fell asleep in a ditch, and then like just went to the bar. Just went to the bar the next day again. <laughs> hey, he's probably with his mistress or something. Yeah. Well, now you know why they hate him. <laughs> That's why she hate him. Right. <sighs> Well, thank you. I appreciate that, PC. I didn't but say he looked bad either. <laughs> Jesus, the same Mean Girls. I said he just looked like he was doing so, like working out, or he looked bigger in a good way. And his pants are on, as far as I can tell, because I can't see that far down, because his camera's positioned well. So... 
Well, I, well, I got to leave a little something to mystery. I appreciate it. Listen, you want to know what he said when you got up and walked away just before? What's that? Oh, my God, PC. Look at that <laughs> butt. <laughs> That's not as bad as what PC did. PC started doing the fat guy tuba thing that Stewie did That's the family hilarious. guy when he was following people around. That's hilarious. It, it 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 ain't the ass. It's all it's all good. Which that's that's the scary part. It's all good. That's the that's DW. Rough. That's the DWI that's podcast in you. That's some IPAs, yeah, brother. Yeah, man. I got to figure something out. My my dad got rest his soul. By the time he died, he was two hundred pounds, and one hundred and fifty of it was stomach. He looked like a pregnant snake, man. Oh. <laughs> Sounds like the man that's enjoyed his time, adventure. though. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. You don't get out of life he... alive, so you might as well enjoy it. Oh yeah, he had a ball while he was here. Yeah, bitches yeah. and blow, bitches and blow. <laughs> Cheers, money, bitches and blow. <laughs> well, hey, let's start the show like this. Cheers to Platt's dad. All right, to Bobby, to Bob Walker. Cheers. I ain't got no <laughs> Listen, I watched uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids the other day, actually. How does that hold up to you? Can't imagine well. It's entertaining, actually, if you watch it. I mean, it's well-written. It's Rick Moranis. The well, kids... It is, it is. I mean, for, you have for, to kind of at it. It's still a kid's show, right? It's not like you can't nitpick it and like critique it like an adult and like a... Like a, a extremely serious professional like you know state of the art film you have to be like all right this is a show for kids like disney shit <laughs> as a wrestling fan you take things for what they're worth and what they're presented as and it was a kid's movie based on science fiction so you suspend disbelief and you kind of try and get into the characters if you look at who the kids were as actors i can't really name them off for you but they have they went on to do other things and uh for being at the time it was it was in the 80s so it was I, I, I enjoyed no, it. No, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids was the early 90s, wasn't it? I thought it was the 80s. I, I'll I look it up. I think it was late 80s, but PC, you can't say the kids went on to do other things and you can't name and they're not a one of them. Those Listen, two things can't be true at the same time. Oh, it was I 89. Was, okay, so I, was, I was drunk then. I was drunk then and I'm drunk now, so you get off my sack. You were drunk in 1989 when you originally watched this movie. No, he probably I, was. When I just, probably was. When I just watched it. We didn't <laughs> I actually went and saw that in the theaters, though. Believe it or not, as a, I believe as a it. child. No, I'll believe it. Because it came out in the summertime. Yeah. Uh, are you hearing me? I believe hey, it. Shut up. I'm not choosing not. Oh, okay. okay. God damn it. Okay. I believe it too. Okay. Cool. Shit. <laughs> shout out to Rick Moranis, though, man. Rick Moranis is low key a, a funny melon farmer, and he had a hell of a run. He was on that. I don't know if y'all remember that one sketch show with all those Canadian comedians. It came out in like the like late 70s. It was called like SCTV or some shit like that. They used to play it on Nick at Night back in the day. But it was him and some other Canadians. Uh, so he did that through probably, what, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, which was, you know, 89, 90 because they made some sequels. So we'll say like 93. That's not a bad run. Plus the two Ghostbusters. That ain't a bad run, man. And I'm sure I'm missing something he was in as well. Uh, 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 oh, oh, uh, uh, my Little Shop of Horrors. L- little Shop of Horrors. I forget about that. My Blue Heaven with Steve Martin, underrated class. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had a hell of a run. I can't think of 
everything else he was in, but, but I, I hope well, he's Spaceballs. I don't think he said Spaceballs. Oh, I, that was 89, too, I think. Yeah. I 87 Spaceballs. Oh, Big time in his life. That. It, Late 80s. It, it, but y'all, y'all just making my point, though. He he, uh, he had a hell of a run. And well, I you seen know Spaceballs stopped, in the movie though, right? theaters. What, because he started getting old or something? I don't know. No, no, no. His wife died, I think, cause of cancer or some shit, so he stopped uh, to take care of the family, the kids uh, and shit. Oh, wow. No, I didn't know that. No, but like, he, he went real family man on that. Like, his wife got sick, and I think she died, and he decided to stop acting to take care of the kids. Damn, I, I respect him even more now. Yeah, Rick Moran is a good dude. That's like part three. Honey, you died. I got to take care of the kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, now well, that's not, not a good, it's part to start the show with. <laughs> yeah, now, not only is this show dedicated to the 4th of July and America's birthday, but also to Rick Moranis, one hell of an actor and one hell of a stand-up guy. How did all of this trouble begin? Living in America. Ah. Ow! Ow! I don't. Yeah, I have plenty of stuff. I I got. Uh, I'm just play. fucking with you. That's all, dude. <laughs> all right, fine. Then I won't. I won't list it off. Then fuck it. Uh, do you want to? Is it is it like the humble brag thing? You're about to list off everything you have and every way you can watch things. <laughs> no, not at all. I actually have to adjust some volume here. Oh, then start talking if you need to adjust. Oh, no, you guys talk. Yeah, I'm about to pull up. I'm about to pull up. Uh the uh game seven of the 2016 nba finals on youtube maybe that'll put me in a better mood oh that was the one that cleveland won yes yes ah okay i'm like that was just random and like oh wait no that was the okay i, I put it together <laughs> it took me a second oh, oh. Oh, so go. i got i got uh after tomorrow tomorrow's supposed to be mid 80s ish for a high but thursday they're looking at 97, Friday 99, Saturday 96. How has the heat been by you guys? In the high 80s to low 90s for like the last two weeks. And Jersey's kind of muggy because we've got yeah. that whole shore, river, everything. It's just nasty. I so, don't know. How is ATL when it comes to that? Is it dry there? or No. It- it's, it's, it's extremely humid, man. It's been um probably, yeah, low 90s. And yeah, it's been real muggy, real humid. But I honestly, I can't complain because my first summer here, it was like the goddamn rainforest. It literally rained, seems like every single day. So I'm not, I'm not complaining. We've actually did, seen some sun. Did that make it cooler, or was it still humid and rainy? It was still humid and rainy. Oh, that's the worst. Okay, yeah, Jersey yeah. gets that too. Yeah, it's just no fun. But all in all, this year I can't complain about the weather too much at all, man. Even the winter was mad mild. So yeah, I'm, I'm not going to complain. So yeah, there was I, like no snow in Jersey. Wisconsin, I'm assuming, is completely ugh. different. Of course. It hasn't been bad for a while, but I'll say we can all agree that it's been muggy and hot in no matter what city you live in this summer. Yes? Yes. At least on this podcast we can.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It was weird. It was about a month ago because Amber had never had just heard of the game recently. And she was like, have you ever heard of Six Degrees with Kevin Bacon? And I was like, yeah, it's been around forever. And she was a Ludacris fan, so she said, well, can you do Six Degrees of Separation with Kevin Bacon and Ludacris? And I was like, yeah, hell yeah, why not? So I thought about it for a second, and I, I, I spun the Marvel Universe because I figured that was the uh, – I had the best chance there because of all those actors. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And then I got to the wrestler with Mickey Rourke, and then I said, okay, well, him and Kevin Bacon had to have done something in the 80s because that's when they were both popping. <laughs> so, so I cheated a little bit, and I wikipedia to Mickey Rourke and Kevin Bacon, and yeah, lo and behold, they were in a movie in 1981 together. There we go. Like I said, it's still funny that you took the extra two steps to go from Terrence Hatt. Howard to Mickey Rourke when he could just went with that Robert Downey Jr. But that's good. See, the funny thing is this actually came up at work for me too with the whole six degrees thing because my one the one guy I talked to at work heard it as being able to connect to Kevin Bacon by anybody just randomly like if you went to Planet Hollywood and met like Arnold Schwarzenegger or like Sly Stallone or some shit like that when that was still a place and then you can connect it that way. I'm like, that that's not how that game goes. It's supposed to be like actors connected through movies and it's supposed to be that Kevin Bacon's like interacted with everybody in a twisted, fucked up kind of way. Have you heard of the other one? No, what's the other one? No, The, the one I was just talking about where it's just like being no, able to connect man, yourself sound... to Kevin Bacon or whatever. No, he sounds like he's making some shit up because whoever told him about the game didn't know shit about movies. <laughs> That's what that like. Oh, that's where like I went to Comic Con dressed up like Master Chief, and then I shook hands with this person, <laughs> and then he was in a movie with Kevin Bacon. <laughs> that's exactly how that works. Like, that's how it works. Uh, you need to get you a new work husband, boss. I just, he's just there's not many guys in my area that I can talk to, so and I just I mean that isn't there's mostly women, so I'm just like yeah, I mean he's a, he's a little dorky, but he's it's work fine, you know what I mean. You I ain't going out like, drinking with him anytime soon, but like it's okay that, for work. Like that's a bad thing. Yeah, but it's all like women that are old enough to be my mom. 
Hey, man. And not, not in the sexy cougar kind of way. Like, not in the Pornhub couple tags in a category kind of way. This is all like, okay, at least you cook good. That's nice. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> man. You, you bang them and get a, a Werther's original at the end. I don't really see a downside to that situation. <laughs> oh, that's great. This is just like that episode of Family Guy where, what, Brian was banging the old chick, and she's like, put your dungarees on the chest field. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. And he's just like... Is this a Chesterfield? No, no, that's not a Chesterfield. Put it on the Chesterfield. And he's like, over here? She's like, no. <laughs> don't sleep on the older women, man. I, women don't hit their sexual prime to, what, mid-40s or something like that, which is like a, a cruel joke. You know what yeah. I mean? As, as we're winding down, they're just revving up. That's kind of a cruel joke. You are right about that. There, there's some decent ones in other departments. It's just the departments don't exactly work well together. I've noticed over the couple years that I've been there, they like to play the blame game and point fingers at whose fault it is if something didn't go through instead of actually working like a, you know, like a symbiotic unit. So, yeah, there's not always a lot of good blood. Well, there you go. That's your thing. You just found your calling. You can oh, be I hate the Shea Guerrero. You can be the Martin Luther King of your office. And I can't believe I just said Martin Luther King and balls in the same sentence. On that note, we should probably get going because... Oh, come on! I liked where this was going! It was putting me over in an interesting way. I want to be the Martin Luther King in my office, just minus the getting shot part. What's that? It's another softball shirt, isn't it? Oh, yeah, but you know this one. This is the one I have in a million different colors. It's Kingpins. Yes, I saw Kingpins. So I'm like, God damn, it's another softball shirt. Basically, me and the same group of guys, more or less, for the last, oh, man, 20 years probably, have been playing in a one tournament, the same tournament every year, the Oak Creek tournament, and the guy who plays, that I play with all the time, owns this bar, and he always buys a shirt like this every year, so we have literally 20 of them. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, Do you guys cool. actually have to coordinate if it's the new season or the new color, or does it not matter? Well, this is just for the tournament for that weekend. Is But is it a one-day tournament, or is it a whole weekend tournament? It's a whole weekend, so you got to do laundry or smell like shit or you wear something different, that, whatever. That's my point I'm getting at. Yeah. Like, does he go, Usually, hey, let's wear yellow and green this weekend? Usually we play Saturday, we only play one or two games, so you can go home and do laundry and wear it again the next day. Oh, nothing's actually that far out travel-wise that you can actually drive home after a game? Oh, this tournament is like half hour away from the farthest person away. Oh, that's, that's fucking nice. Yeah. It's one of the local ones. Okay. So, anyway. I was thinking it might have been like across state somewhere or something like that, you know what I mean? No, no, this is a local one. So we always go to the bar, so that's why he buys the shirts. Anyway, yeah. How's uh how's the weather on the East Coast considering all the hurricane shit and now there's more storms and shit? Because I was thinking about that and I was like, well, damn, you know, I'm in the middle of the country and you guys are not. I mean, you're not in that much danger. I would imagine Platt would probably be a little bit yeah, more Yeah, Platt's probably going to have, yeah. Because we don't really get hurricanes and shit. Like, well, honestly, in the last, I don't know, I'll say 25 years that I can actively remember, we had, like, one tropical depression, one thing that was, like, straight wind that people wanted to... And that's about that. And and one, like, 3.5 earthquake that started in Virginia that we barely kind of... 
hundred years ago. So like natural disasters aside from blizzards don't really happen in Jersey. What's funny is people don't really realize this, but we actually sit on a, a one of the biggest faults in the world in the in the Midwest. And I remember, man, it's gotta it's be really Yeah, I oh man, how when was this? I was in the last place I lived, so it was I was uh maybe just turned twenty one, so 16, 17 years ago, I remember I lived on the third floor of like this giant house that was like a three family home almost. But on the top was like Mm -hmm. a kitchen, a living room, a hallway, a bathroom and a bedroom. That was it. It wasn't big. Oh, you're being serious that it was like a three family home because you had like a full. Everything on the top floor. Okay. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it was it was not big, but it was like two doors down from a great bar and I was like 20 <laughs> and I was like 22 years old and I worked like five minutes away from there at the time. So it was, it was perfect. Oh yeah. That's perfect for a 22 year old. Yeah. But I remember being up on that third floor and feeling that earthquake. I'm like, what the fuck was that? And I looked outside and I'm looking for like garbage trucks or something, picking up trash, you know, like uh construction. And I'm like, well, whatever. That was my reaction to it. Yeah. So I go back to bed, and the next morning, you know, you get up and drive into work, and you turn on the radio, and you're like, no shit, yeah, that was a fucking earthquake, wow. Oh, yeah, that, that, that happened here when that one happened, like, where I was working at the time, there was an old, like, train track, so there'd be a train that used to come by, like, once a day, and sometimes it would come by kind of fast, so it would shake things a little bit, so I felt kind of like a little vibration, I look and go, it's kind of early for the train what the fuck was that and then you have people like on google or they got texted from their fucking you know husband or wife or whatever it is they go what do you mean where's the train that was an earthquake i'm like bullshit that wasn't a fucking earthquake (laughs) like i barely felt that and then you can tell jersey doesn't know how to react to earthquakes is that everybody's like get out of the building and go to the back porch kind of loading dock area well you know we waited to see if there were anything else i'm like you're not supposed to do that during an earthquake <laughs> you're supposed to find something sturdy and kind of be under that not wander about and look for the patio <laughs> aren't, you, aren't you supposed to get like the door frame or something like that that's what i've heard too yeah like either under a table because it's sturdy or a door frame not you know go the fuck out to the loading dock it's like really okay whatever and I'll yeah. listen because the manager told me to, but that's still wrong. <laughs> Fucking asshole manager, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. so. we, we, we are officially like uh, the first ever uh, Pot is War pre-show right here. So Yeah, it's an actual official pre-show. Why yeah. not? Let's let's do it. I don't know. Do Should we play some music for these people? Here, I'll give them a little Wale, all right? Just, just okay. in, the, in the middle of what we're doing, and then we'll come back and talk about some other bullshit until, until you know, Mr. MVP decides to finally be ready to go. So, well, he's the MVP. Go and pop off. Bitch, maybe. <laughs> I'll just slap the roof. <laughs> this baby's only got forty thousand miles on it. My uh, my stepfather, rest his soul, he was a, a middle-aged car salesman that drank Michelob, so that's where the reference came from. Oh no shit! Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was his. Yeah, that was his beer of choice. The best thing was Saturday. I get to the bar for the Badger game, which they looked fucking great, whoop Michigan's ass. But uh, I sit down and I 
the bartender comes over, it's right before the game and the bar's packed and no one heard me order, but I ordered, I'm like, give me a grapefruit white claw and a shot of Jameson. <laughs> so she comes over with the white claw and sets it down and like three guys start giving me shit. And I just looked at them and then she comes back with the shot of Jameson and I looked down at that and then by the time I turn my head back around, they just shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'd still bust your balls for the white claw. That's, that's just me. We got a white claw and a shot of Jameson. I guess we'll call that the amber, huh? Is that not? Is that why? Because she's half white. Yeah. Oh. Well, J- boy, so it's only right half up. white girl. That's that's the whole point. Well, what's J- is, what's Jameson though? Well, she's half black too. Well, because it's dark skin. It's, it's darker. Yeah. Yeah, it's darker. It's brown. You know. It's okay. one of those brown liquors. Never mind. Yeah. You, you could have been whiskey. It could have been a bourbon. It could have been a scotch. The joke still works. Hey, apparently not. <laughs> I think he forgot Amber was half white. And that's why he was thrown off. <laughs> Never mind. Should we just call it a Michael Jackson? <laughs> no, there will be no Michael Jackson uh, slander on these airwaves, gentlemen. No, it's not just really James slander, Brown. It's more just funny. <laughs> James Brown. <laughs> That's funny. What are you going to do? All right. You guys ready to push off shore and lead this ship astray into the ocean? Let's go for it. 1990 or 1986 New York Met. Yeah, no, drop the music. Get us started. No, Fuck off. I just... So... It's weird, like especially like I, I get in Southern Ohio, but I guess Southern Ohio is on the border of Kentucky, so there's that. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yes, than Wisconsin, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Touche. Yeah, you you supposed to sound like uh, Francis McDermott from Fargo. I can, I can at times. I, <laughs> I've been I, I've been told by many of people I know from not around here that I have a very pronounced Northern Midwest accent. Funniest thing, when I was working at Barney's, there was this uh, mother and daughter that came in, and they were from, um, I can't remember, it was either New Zealand or, it was like New Zealand, one of those type of countries, and they were both sitting up there trying to figure out where I was from, you know, based off my accent, and one of them said New York, the other one said down south. I had to tell them, well, you're both wrong. (laughs) You you do sound tri-state, you sound more tri-state than Ohio. I get that a lot. That's it's weird to me. I guess it makes sense because I mean, technically, yeah, I was born in Cleveland, but then I moved to Virginia when I was nine. So I was in Virginia from ages nine to sixteen, and you know, there's a, a heavy New New York influence in Virginia. So maybe there that's is. where it comes from. Virginia closer to like Del- uh, like Maryland and stuff like that, or further south? Uh, closer to DC than Maryland. Okay, so like the Chantilly area? I don't even know where that's at. Where the hell is Chantilly? Like right near the airport. No, No, man, I wasn't near the airport, man, because we used to always fly out of Dulles, which is in D.C. I was, um, if if you've ever heard of Fairfax or Manassas or, uh, you know, any of those cities, uh, Manassas is where Lorena Bobbitt was from. That's (laughs) That's where they lived. I actually went to school with uh, with her cousin. 
You didn't do anything with her cousin, did you? Oh, hell no. <laughs> you have a story. <laughs> no, it was a dude, man. But we gave him all type of sh- shit because we were, I think we were in high school around the time that that story broke. And yeah, we, he got all type of shit. Shout out to Spencer. <laughs> That's fantastic. All right. Well, that's a that's a nice little name drop there. <laughs> When's the last time you've seen a Lorena? I heard a Lorena Bobbitt name drop. Oh man, it, it's been a minute at least. It's been a long like, time. Uh, Didn't he get that thing sewn back on and did a porno or something afterwards? Well, he got it sewn back bigger, I think, because then he went into porn. Funny story about that. So when I moved back to uh, Cleveland Fuck. from Virginia. <laughs> I was living with um, my sister and her husband at the time, and her husband actually had the John Bobby porn. So, of course, you know, a 16-year-old me had to check it out for research purposes. Yeah, I'd like to ask you how that went and, and you know, what you thought of it, but I think I'm going to start the show instead if you're okay with that. <laughs> it probably overall went better for me than it did John. Right. <sighs> yeah, Let, let's just start the show. Yeah. All right, cool. So this woman told me I I look like George Jefferson today. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Have you... Okay, let me say this. Not to speak ill of the dead or uh, iconic television character, but have you seen George Jefferson? Sherman Helmsley? Sherman Helmsley, yes. Yeah, I know what he looks like. And I'm talking to you. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Andrew, it can only be a bad thing because... Sherman Helmsley at some point probably looked fucking fantastic, but as George Jefferson, Platt is probably not taking that as a compliment. You never know. Maybe they just like him for like a, a like a nice father figure, like just warm and inviting, or just funny. Or no one said anything. It had to be like bald with a mustache or balding because he he had the that pseudo three quarters fro thing going on. Like I don't know what you got going on. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> the the roof of the dome was removed. But, but oh. I mean, number one. I'm I'm like a, a legit foot taller than the dude. Number two, and this is what I told her. I, I told her number one, and then I told her number two. You have to forgive me, dear. I was under the impression I was handsome. <laughs> that's funny. That, that's a Jeez. that's a good clapback. I like that one. And now, then you know she, you put him in the best place. Oh yeah, you handsome, Chris Blase, this Blase, that. But yeah, I, 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 yeah, I'm like George Jefferson, really. Now she's a younger, you know, young lady. I think she's about 26. But George Jefferson. Uh, George Jefferson? I don't know, unless, uh, maybe she meant, uh, what, Jamie Foxx? Because didn't he do it on the, the live version they did a couple weeks, uh, a couple months ago? Yeah, because that's much better. I mean, Jamie Foxx ain't, like, horrible. I'm, like, half, half a foot taller than him. I mean, but it's all Okay, TV. so, I feel size. like you're, I maybe feel like you're, TV I feel like you're, six inches I, in her house. Yeah, well, maybe he's just mad about the short thing. <laughs> that could be, too. I, I could <laughs> so also like, be mad about the, hey, you look like George Jefferson thing. I don't know. Do you, do you got that shuffle going on? I, I did do that just to play. Uh, you know what I, mean? yeah, okay. I had to bust it out, you know. Here, let me put, let me make you feel better. Whether it's, whether it's, you know, whoever played him, you, we all trade bank accounts with either of them. That's, That's fair. That's true. That's fair. That's true. I'd right. like to keep my looks while I do it, though. Okay, well, I'm ready. Andrew's ready. George over here is just going to have to deal with it because we're starting the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ega's ready, too. Well, 
apparently. He's got a barbed wire broom versus a barbed wire bat from Moxley. I'm, I'm watching the replay. Three movies that I watch every year annually, you know, they kind of help me keep my game tight on all fronts and on all levels. Uh, one of them is Wall Street. You know, that helps with the sales. Why not? I think that's, you know, that's self-explanatory. It's a classic. ABC. ABC. Uh, a, another one is Scarface. And the third one is this black exploitation film called The Mac. And it stars uh, this guy named Max Julian and Richard Pryor. If you haven't seen it, I go out your way to check it out, man. It's phenomenal. But uh, what you just said, Tony, it kind of reminded me of that movie. Because there's a line in that movie where Richard and uh, Goldie, the main pimp, they're sitting at the bar. <laughs> and Richard's just talking shit. And the guy asks him, are you drunk right now? And Rich looks at him and says... I'm, I'm drunk right now. I'm drunk, but I'm cool. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I'm drunk right now, but I'm cool. That's what you reminded me of, Tuddy. 15 minutes ago, not so much. 15 minutes from now, maybe not. But right now, I'm cool. <laughs> I've never known anybody to get drunk off of white claws. How could you be any whiter right now? Uh, I could take my shirt off. Yeah, you could, and then you could um, spray paint um, chair shot on your chest or something. Oh, uh, hey, tonight Jr. did us a big favor. He, when, <laughs> when, when, when uh, I don't want to say Pac because it's Pack, and I've been thinking the whole time I'm watching this motherfucker, how could he have spelled it differently so that we knew it was Pack? But anyway, comes out with a chair to hit Moxley. Uh, before the match starts, he goes, oh, the chair shot. And I'm like, oh, JR, you pleasant son of a bitch. Nice. Shout out to JR for putting us over inadvertently. Yeah. I'll have to get the scientist to pull that just because I'm lazy. I'll make him do it. <laughs> you should. And how could he spell it differently? I mean, there was a whole video game series built around that name, that spelling. So it's not like you call him Pac-Man. It's Pac-Man and Mrs. Pac-Man. Yeah, I'm, but I'm wrestling-wise, you think of X-Pac. You do, but Xbox also had 27 names, so, like, come on. Six, one, two, three, kid, lightning, kid, Xbox, six, Xbox, six, Sean Waltman. <laughs> That's just off the top kid of my head. Pegasus, I think. There we go. I'm, I'm, no, kid Pegasus was uh, Benoit. Ah, you're right, you're right. Or Pegasus Kid. Yeah, there it is. So I, I forget. I think he had a couple aside from, like, lightning, kid, and one, two, three, kid, but still. Oi. Sean Waltman and his 85 names. Shout out. Deshaun Waltman, that's my man's. I wonder old, who's old got famous. more. Does Sean Waltman have more kids than Heath Slater? That's hilarious. <laughs> more names than Heath Slater has kids. I think I knew what I'm going to say. But I'm drinking too. So hey, hey, it's going to be a fun night, buddies. Oh, joy. Yeah. You got your wine on you, right, Bill? No, actually tonight, man, we just bearing it tonight. Ooh, that's okay. a different as, as long as you have alcohol. I mean, we've stopped this show before. Cut the recording. <laughs> make it and run. like, go, go. Just on, let us know when you're on ready. Multiple, but, no. On multiple occasions, BT Dub. <laughs> that is true. That's a true story. Yeah, I got a little, uh, I got a couple purple haze I'm, I'm polishing off, and then I have a, uh, a six pack of Sierra Nevada. There you go. Nothing wrong with that. So, you know, give me where I need to go, I suppose. Does does anybody want to get any sports things off their chest before we get started here with the actual show? I'm glad the league is back. Uh, LeBron looked a little rusty versus the Clippers last night. I don't, I don't know uh, 
I, I got to assume he's going to work himself back into shape. And if that's the case, man, I'm looking for, uh, with all due respect to Mr. Tunney, I say the Lakers in Philly. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Philly, got, Philly got Al Horford, man. That's going to be a big deal for them. And Ben Simmons, according to Ben Simmons, so, you know, take that for what it's worth. But allegedly, he got a jumper now. And I did see some video on Twitter of him actually hitting jump shots. Yeah, I'm pretty sure every he was 11 to 16 tonight, and everything was in the lane. So, there you go. Well, they didn't say he was very confident in his jumper. He's just got one now. That's what that works like. And, and you're really going to bitch and moan about a man going 11 in from of 16 from the field? No, I'm just saying I don't I don't know that we've seen the jumper tonight. All right, well, who's your finals? Milwaukee and who? The Clippers? Oh, that'd be great. I'd love to beat Kawhi in the finals. Yeah, good luck with that. I'll he looked it. awesome last night, by the way. He looked phenomenal. Like, he had a chip on his shoulder still. You know you know who looked good again last night? Dwight Howard. You thought so? I thought, I mean, like, mobility-wise. Anyway, listen, folks, I want to apologize. Uh, well, we didn't get our NBA preview out. But why don't we let the league soak for a week, let Platt and I assess what's going on, and we'll come back at you. What do you think about that? Hey, man, sounds like a plan. All right, that's what you always say, and hopefully I come through this time. <laughs> I try to be as accommodating as my schedule will permit, you know. We, we know, we appreciate it. Let's put it to you this way. I would say about 10 years ago, I stopped trying to keep up with new rock music and just started listening to more classic stuff, like from the 60s and 70s, and just things that I've liked in the last... 15 years. I mean, that's a good uh, train of thought for music in general, man. You know what I mean? I find myself, yeah, most of the shit that I listen to is 90s and back. I go all the way back to, you know, Sinatra and Nat King Cole and Cab Calloway and Louis Armstrong. I go all the way back there. It's not a whole lot of new stuff that just really catches my ear. So you guys know how Spotify works, right? You can just pick an artist and you can pick their radio and you'll get a lot of their songs and then other artists that are related to them. So it, what's your, I mean, honestly, the the Spotify radio station I listen to the most is Paul Simon. Just because I love that. I love that era of wow. like rock and folk music and all the things like that. I mean, Paul Simon's fucking phenomenal. So what would be your artist that would associate to other artists in that same genre for your little radio station on Spotify? I got to ask you a Dylan fan, too? You a Dylan man? I, I like a lot of Dylan songs, sure. Hmm. Interesting. Because you usually do the rap and the heavier stuff. I wasn't sure you were old Mr. Simon and Garfunkel over there. Like, Jesus, good for you. I didn't say I didn't say Garfunkel. I said Paul Simon. Yeah. You know what I mean. Like, that kind of the, the artsy, folky kind of indie rock kind of sound. Like there, hey, a, hey, there will be hey, no art. Andrew, you're making, you're making on these airwaves, sir. You're making, Andrew, you're making waves. The water's getting troubled. Don't want to have to build a bridge over it. Okay? Uh, <laughs> so you do, you fuck with uh, Carol King, too? Eh, not so much. I do. My mother was a big Carol King fan, so you know, by proxy, that made me a Carol King fan. I mean, respect the talent, but you know, some things you just not a, not super into. Of course, of course, she liked her, and um, th- this isn't even that genre. But uh, I, 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 I kind of dig Phoebe Snow too. I grew up listening to her a lot as well. She's the same, I, man. I wish I had the Homer Simpson soundbite that says, "I have no idea who that is." All right, <laughs> mind then. Dude. No, I, I'm, I'm just saying I don't. I'm just saying I don't know who that is. I've never heard of her. I'm sorry. 
fair enough, fair enough. I'm just being yeah, honest. I, I just tend to stick to my heavy, heavy metal. I like my 80s heavy metal, like the Megadeth and the Testament, and then that branch as well. But, you know, I, I do branch out, but if I had to pick a Pandora or a Spotify radio, it would probably be Megadeth and then see where that takes me. Bro, I'm yeah. all over the place, man. Oh, I, would, I am too. Yeah, I, I would probably have a channel. Because my, my Pandora, I used to have Pandora. Mm-hmm. I'm still signed up for it, but I just never downloaded it to my phone. I just use Tidal now. But um, I had like three or four stations, man, and just because that's just you know I'm just all over the map. Um, if I had to pick a station, it would probably it would have some uh, it would have some Frank on there, Sinatra, some Mike Jack, uh, Wu Tang, Tribe Called Quest, and I think that pretty much would cover most of it. Maybe and some and some Coltrane. I'd probably put Coltrane on there too. John Coltrane, jazz guy. You should have yeah, your own serious radio. You you should host a serious radio like block of music, you know? Platts picks. It would have no rhyme or reason to it though, man. Like even now, like cuz Amber and I one of one of our uh, most favorite things to do is just sit back and drink and go back and forth playing music. And sometimes we'll have like theme nights, you know what I mean? Like a uh, a couple Sundays ago we did one okay, only white artists. You just you can only play <laughs> white artists music, you know what I mean? We we'll I already got it. I already got it. I already got it. The the station's called Pep. Put a little Pep in your step with Platt's electric picks. It's actually not bad. There you go. Bad. That, that ain't bad at all. That is not bad at all. All right. With that, let's start the show, huh? I said out of nowhere, I get called out like afterward, and I'm just here trying to drink my proper twelve. Well, I saw you in the background, man, so that's why he gave you the headset. I threw you a shout-out, man, so that's why he put you on. I appreciate it. I, I heard shout-out to Bob, and I'm like, all right, well, I got to be in the holiday episode now. Great. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow, don't sound so defeated by it, motherfucker. We tried to put you on. It's over. Be a smart-ass. <laughs> I know it runs in your family. I get it. kind of does, yeah. And it does weird facial hair, but okay, cool. Eh. You look like Captain Strange, dog. Like, <laughs> well, no, we said it last time. I'm, I just got to get rid of this, and I'm bad touch Cody Rhodes, and he's Sandow. No, you can't get rid of that, man, because then you're a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> hey, man, I heard you guys haven't got your bubbly yet, man. Did Andrew tell you we, we got ours yesterday? You didn't say that you got their, uh, yours yesterday, though. No, yes, it's, um, I've been getting the emails for, like, oh, FedEx is supposed to arrive. It was supposed to arrive on the 15th. Oh, wow. And now, now I just got the text message saying, please make sure there's an adult present to uh, sign for this. And I'm like, fuck it. Yeah, I had to sign as well. And it was weird because ours wasn't supposed to get delivered till the 19th, but yet and still, yeah, it came yesterday. Yeah, I was about to say, we got it switched, apparently. Apparently so. I guess yours got stuck in buttfuck Illinois, though. Maybe they had some snow or something. Is that it where buttfuck is? It was actually stuck in Illinois. This is a conversation to be had, actually. Buttfuck is in Illinois. Bumblefuck yeah. is in Indiana. Bumblefuck. Yeah, buttfuck is Egypt. There's, a butt, there's two buttfucks in the world. One's in Illinois, one's in Egypt. But there's only one bumblefuck. It's in Indiana. Right, Balls? Yep, there's yeah, the, the thumbs up. You got, you got the thumbs up. 
I think this is a this is a pleasant time to start the Christmas episode. Oh man. Exactly how Christmas works in this house. Bob, you might want to give your brother the headphones because he requested this. You're welcome. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Andrew. Oh, thank you. Why should you visit thechairshot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I told you folks you'd enjoy that. I can tell you I laughed a lot putting that together. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, everybody, for listening to everything all over ChairShot Radio Network. My name is PC Tunney. Hope you're having a great weekend. Continue to have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you Monday morning. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.